Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's talk international boxing. Uh, from design, we head to the United Kingdom. I assume he's in the United Kingdom. Maybe in Saudi Arabia. That's where all the big fights are, right? Uh, just prior to Christmas. And again, um, in a short period of time, because Anthony Joshua will fight uh, former UFC star Francis Ngannou in Saudi Arabia, according to promoter Eddie Hearn. Now, you might remember... Um, to lost to Tyson Fury in his only professional boxing debut back in October, but um, I know 2023 was the year of sporting moral victories. He certainly took one um, in that fight. Now, Anthony Joshua was expected to face Deontay Wilder after beating Otto Wallen, uh, but the Americans lost to uh, our own Joseph Parker. Scuppered plans for their big showdown. Joe, damn you, Joe, for being so good on the day. Let's uh, welcome and uh, walk uh, to the program. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Thanks so much for joining us down under. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, guys. Thanks very much. I, I appreciate you having me on. Happy New Year to you as well. Please describe to me in your own sort of mind your thinking after all those fights on that incredible card just prior to, to Christmas, where the sort of cards had fallen as far as um, the heavyweight division. And, and where were you were look, looking for the, the first domino to fall as far as next fights? I think Anthony Joshua is the man who's who's come out of this with the most credit in, in recent months. If you go back to August, we had Alexander Usyk's fight against Daniel Dubois. Um, Usyk had a, a, a couple of tough moments in that fight, and then we all know what happened when Tyson Fury fought Francis Ngannou. I thought Fury looked awful that night. His stock went down, but I think after what happened in, in Saudi Arabia at the end of December... Joshua's performance against Otto Warren, that was a fight that many people expected Joshua to have a really tough night, but he made it look easy. And like I said, his name has always been linked to Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, or look. And at the end of the 2023, we, we've seen a number of those guys in hard fights. We've seen Deontay Wilder get absolutely schooled by Joseph Parker, as you mentioned earlier. It's Joshua who's finished the year strong and and people are talking about being about another force in the heavyweight division again. What did you see specifically in the ring um, that impressed you with that win over Wallen? In Anthony Joshua's performance? I I thought he was just back to his ruthless best. He he had a new change in the corner with Ben Davison there. I I wasn't sure that was going to work. Joshua, I I definitely think he's on the, the final straight of his career. He's been around a long time now. It's over a decade he's been pro. And it's at that age where you don't really learn nothing new. Um, you might just make, maybe make a few tweaks and 
get fired up a little bit more in the corner. But he looked like a new fighter. If you compare that performance to the performances against Rob Helanius and Jermaine Franklin earlier in 2023, Joshua looked a complete different fighter. He looked aggressive. He looked confident. He was letting his hands go. He wasn't bothered about what coming back, about what was coming back from Warren. And I, th- I think he can be really happy about how he finished the how he finished the fight and how he finished the year because he's going into 2024 now with a lot of momentum and with the Francis Ngannou fight seemingly signed, he can um, he can push on after that as well. If fairly active in 2023 with three fights, um, uh, as you've uh, intimated there, uh, in direct comparison to what some sort of quieter sort of years uh, preceding that. But um, why this fight then? If things are set up for you, other contenders not looking as sharp, you're active, you're ready to make this a really big year in 2024. Is this a smart play, going with a man who's only fought once, albeit you know, rather impressive, impressively for a, for a debutant? I think Joshua, he won't admit it publicly, but I think Joshua and his team, they're very smart people, and I think they'll see this as an easy fight. Um, I, I don't know. I can't I can't explain what happened with Fury and Ngannou. That was just a performance that shocked me, and Ngannou's performance shocked me. Fury's performance shocked me even more, but I still think you, you've got to favour Joshua heavily. He, he, he's the man with all the experience. He's been there and done that. He will let his hands go against Ngannou. He's probably a little bit more explosive than Fury. And I just think he looks at the Ngannou fight as a, a way to make a, a lot of money going back to Saudi Arabia. He can do a better job on Ngannou than what Fury did. That might give him a little bit more clout at the negotiating table if a fight with Fury ever comes off. And then if he comes through the Ngannou fight rather unscathed, he can still look at future big fights then. Um, maybe a fight with Philip Hergovic for the vacant IBF depending on what happens with Yusuf and Fiori, but I think Andy Joshua, 24, the way the divisions ended in 2023, I think Joshua can be really confident and, and, and expect a very, very good 2024. This will be well received. I, I there will, Lots of pay-per-views will go out the window for this one. Uh, I guess it's not only due to Anthony Joshua as a big-ticket item, that, that's pretty obvious, but Ngannou, there's a fascination element, right? A lot of people will probably pick up that fight to see, um, you know, what exactly he may be. Yeah, listen, Ngannou, he, he, he performed off the scale against Fury. If you would have had me on the show before that fight, you wouldn't have heard anything positive regarding Ngannou's <laughs> boxing ambitions from me. Um, I, I can assure you that he proved myself wrong. He proved so many other people wrong. And what he done against Fiori was was absolutely groundbreaking. It, it, it was a performance I didn't see coming in a million years. We, we've seen former UFC stars and MMA fighters come over to boxing before, and it usually only ends one way. So for Angano to do what he done, um, you, you really can't begrudge him a second opportunity at the business end of the heavyweight division. What if, though, Joshua has a Fury-esque performance and, and doesn't get out of jail? How, how damaging a loss could that theoretically be to his career? I'm with you. I don't, I don't see it happening, but I, I can't help but ponder it. it. It's the decision that Joshua's got to make. He's rolling the dice, and, and, he, and he probably thinks all the odds are in his favour, but we, we've seen what Ngannou done against Fury, whether that was just a, a flash in the pan, whether Fury underestimates them, or whether Ngannou is this brilliant boxer that's just pretty much pulled the wall over anyone's eyes. 
if he can get the job done against Joshua, then it's it's going to even be competitive against Joshua. If Ngannou can do a similar performance against Joshua as what he done against Fury, and 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 Joshua still picks up the win, Joshua's stock will still go down. Look what look at the response Fury's had since the Ngannou fight. Everyone thinks he's finished. Not, there's people who don't give him no chance against Alexander Yusuf moving forward. So Joshua has got a lot to lose in this fight, but. I still think at the back of his mind, he does see it as an easy option. Uh, we're talking some heavyweight boxing. Uh, updating the FA Cup uh, third uh, round match between Liverpool and Arsenal. Liverpool have just taken the lead with an 80th minute own goal. Heavyweight has put it into his own net for Arsenal. So Liverpool leading at 1-0 in the 84th minute. And uh, walks with your accent, either this is going to be well received or terribly received, uh, this news. So, so <laughs> may, 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 maybe I'll leave that alone. No, no, I'm, I'm really happy. I've, I've got the, the football on in the background here, so I've seen the goal go in. And I, I was just trying to stay professional and stay well on air to you guys, but I'm really happy that Phil took the lead. Brilliant stuff, mate. Well, yeah, you're talking to a red here, mate, so go nuts if they make it too. Uh, Joseph Parker, <laughs> prior to that fight against uh, Wilder, was he washed up, a has-been in your mind? Walked, you know... Where was he at, and how much have things changed as a result of, of that fine performance? Yeah, I, I don't want to discredit Parker for, for, for what he'd done in that fight because it, it was a performance that no one saw coming. I, I didn't give Joseph any chance in that fight. Um, I, I thought he, he stuck to the plan. He was confident. He, he let his hands go, and he made things uncomfortable for Wilder. But Wilder's performance did concern me a little bit. Um, like, We've seen Wilder on the receiving end of bad punishment from Luis Ortiz, Tyson Fury across a number of fights. And the one thing he always done was let his hands go. He went out on a shield. He was always able to pull the trigger. Even in like signs of distress against Fury, he still had his right hand. He was still letting that go. He was still hitting Fury, putting Fury down. We didn't see none of that against Joseph Parker. He didn't, he didn't take any risks. He, he just tried to stay safe. He, he tried to hear the final bell. So I, I do wonder whether Wilder may have been underprepared for it or, or maybe that isn't done at the top level. But at the end of the day, Joseph Parker still didn't do a job. Um, he had to stick to his plan. He had to be 100%. And it, he got the result now. And what happens to him in 2024 is anyone's guess because he put himself right back in the mix. And, and, and at the start of 2023, you wouldn't expect that after the way he lost to Joe Joyce. Well, you know um, how the industry views him better than I do. Uh, speaking to New Zealand media in the last couple of days, he says he wants a rematch with Joshua, he wants a rematch with Joe Joyce, would love a rematch with Dillian White. Okay, so he's obviously seeking some sort of revenge. Can't fight them all at once uh, or on the course of a year. So, you know, you, you say it could go any which way, but how do you think the industry now views him? He's always been respected, Parker. He's a former world champion, Um before the Joe Joyce fights, even as losses, he was competitive. So he's always had the respect of the industry and um, the eyes of the world were watching when he fought Deontay Wilder. So he certainly put himself back in the mix. I, I, I still think he'll fall short against the elite heavyweights, the likes of Tyson Fury and Joshua and Yusuf. Yeah. Um, he, he's capable of, of pulling off a surprise like we've seen against Wilder. I didn't see that coming in a million years. But I think the top guys, Fury... Yusuf, Joshua, I, I think they'll concern themselves with each other in 2024. 
I think they've been around a long time now. Um, we're, we're talking the best part of a decade where those fighters have been at the business end of the division. And I think they'll look to cash out and fight each other this year. Um, and after that, maybe it brings in the dawn of a new heavyweight division. But I don't think any of those guys will be looking at Parker. I think we be really close with Parker. Joshua will say he's already beat him. And I think after Yusuf fights Fury, he may have to go into an immediate rematch for him. So I think Parker can still play an interesting part in the, the level just below the main guys. He can still be in some entertaining fights and maybe pick up a bacon world title. But I, I think for landing a big fight against one of the big names, I, I think he may just have to settle on missing out for that. Yeah, so don't check the phone every two minutes, Joseph. Might be a message. Uh, he might have to wait here. He might have to be patient. I, I guess what, one thing, and a real credit to him, he doesn't seem to duck anyone. Like, if someone's willing to invite him, he will seemingly take that invitation, won't he? Yeah, no. I, I, I said earlier in the conversation, I didn't give him no chance against Wilder, and, and that was probably harsh for me because he has been a good servant to the heavyweight division. He, he, he's fought big names. He, he's never took a backward step, and he's done it with class as well. Like I said, he, he's never been one who's, who shouts his mouth off at press conferences or like, made any unsavory gestures like that. He, he's respected every opponent he's been in, and I think deep down, the whole the whole boxing industry has got a lot of time and um, a lot of love for Joseph Parker, and it's fully deserved. Walks, well, so I'll get you out on this one. First show for me in 2024, uh, and we're in the, we're in the world of hot takes now, aren't we? I, I want your wild hot take for the the biggest storyline in boxing in 2024. What's it going to be? Shock me, Walks. I'm going to say in between now and Fiori Yusuf, um, something's going to happen where that fight doesn't take place. Uh, I don't know whether that's just my glass being half empty, but ah. it's just a fight that everyone wants to see. We've wanted it for so long. It's encountered so many problems before when it's been close to happening. So just for the first part of the year, I'm going to say that that fight will run into a problem before it takes place. That is a hot take for sure, uh, Walks. You know what? We boxing fans don't often get what we want, so it wouldn't shock me either, uh, my friend. Uh, I-, I was going to suggest Liverpool winning the treble now after burgling this game. Uh, I-, I may have just given them the kiss of death because we're in the 90th minute uh, and they still lead by 1-0. to nil. So I might-, I might take that back, Walks. Um, you know, hopefully you answer our phone call again if Arsenal come back and, you know, to, uh, turn the, overturn the current <laughs> scoreline. Uh, hopefully I haven't cursed them. But thanks so much for joining us, offering your insights uh, to where the division is at, my friend. Go well, and hopefully we can catch up again soon. Yeah, take care. Always a pleasure. Happy to come on anytime. Appreciate that, my man.